Hey you, welcome back to Anointed Fire. I'm Tiffany Buckner and I'm just going to preach one of the shortest messages I've ever preached in my whole wide life and that is kindness goes a long way. That is something that I inherited from my mother and I can tell you that according to the Bible is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit and this is something that you should look for in a person's life. I immediately think about this young lady that I was um, counseling at one point. And she would be so super nice to me. I'm talking about incredibly nice smiling at me. And yes, Miss Tiffany, Miss Tiffany, Miss Tiffany. But when we went out to eat for the first time, I remember when the waitress came over to the table, she was not that kind to the waitress. And I'm thinking to myself, it's not necessary. And I'm looking at her and I keep noticing how she keeps looking. And, you know, she had her husband there as well. But the way that she kept looking at the waitress and when we left, I, I realized that she has some issues with security. But I've been out with her, you know, I've been out without her husband and she was still that way. And I remember coming to the conclusion from that, that she wasn't a kind person. You know, she was nice to me because she was extracting a benefit from me and, the, you know, in counseling or what have you. But when it came to people, she wasn't that nice to people. So. Kindness goes a long way. And what motivated me to, and you probably just heard the microwave in the background. I went to Panera Bread yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I went to Panera Bread yesterday and got me this little chicken teriyaki bowl. Trying to eat healthy, all that. Nevertheless, I'm just now getting to it right now. Um, I had another broccoli bowl I think and I've been super busy so I'm just now getting a chance to get to this uh, broccoli bowl right now but when I was in line when I you know when it was my time to pay or what have you I'm not gonna say what I did but I'm gonna say that you know I was super kind to the waitress but I did have an embarrassing moment I'm not gonna lie to you because that happened yesterday morning so day before yesterday night I was in Wednesday night I was beyond tired I don't even know why I even bothered to go live I didn't realize I was so tired but I was beyond tired. I was just worn out, drained, you name it. I was just out of it. So I went um, after I got off live. I said I was going to come off live and then I was going to eat. Well, that didn't happen. When I got off live, I realized I was too incredibly tired, tired to eat. Not only that, I realized like, listen, if you go up these stairs right now and you lay down, which is what I felt like I needed to do. If I went up those stairs, I knew that what was going to happen was that I was going to fall asleep and all the lights were going to be on. So I went ahead and I started wrapping things up downstairs. I went upstairs. I laid down, fell asleep, woke up um, early the next morning. was really happy about that, really excited that I finally got a chance to enjoy the entirety of my day. Let me tell you what happened. I was so surprised and shocked. I woke up around nine, but I didn't get out of bed probably till around 10. And I decided, hey, I'm hungry. I'm on this medicine from taking an oral surgery. I need to take medicine, take eat before I take, you know, before I take the medicine. So why don't I just climb straight out the bed and just go throw some clothes on real quick, run up in the air bed, do everything else when I get back. But I just want to go ahead and eat so I can take this medicine. I didn't look in the mirror. I didn't wash my face. I didn't do none of that stuff. I just got in my, I, I literally just got up out the bed and threw something on was not my brightest moment. Got in the car, drove to Panera Bread, nice encounter with the lady. And I was wondering why she was staring at me like that. It was just weird. You know, like I was like, okay, thank you. She's like, yo, you're welcome. And it was just this weird, odd, awkward moment. I'm an introvert. So 
I've had those before. So I'm just like, okay. So I pull off. And as I'm driving, I stop at a red light and I pull my mirror down for whatever reason. And I know I should have washed my face. That's all I'm going to say. I should have washed my face. I look like a hot mess out there. I was like, oh, that's probably what that girl was looking at. Oh, goodness gracious. But now I realize why she was looking that way as well, because I'm just now going into the bag, um, this particular bag to get the the chicken uh, teriyaki out. And guess what I found in the bag? She threw me in there a, what is this thing again? Cinnamon roll. How could I forget the name of this? She tossed me a cinnamon roll in a bag. So that's the reason why she gave me that, that, that awkward glance. I just knew we had an awkward moment, but kindness goes a long way, a long way. That's the point of this message. I tell that to people all the time. I think about a uh, real quick story and then I'm going to let you guys go so that I can eat. Um, I think about this one particular time and I've, sh- I've shared this story before, but it's probably one of the funny moments in life. My little sister and I were out. And I had a relatively new car. I was married at the time. And so I knew he would kill me if he knew I had let my sister drove my car. My sister was asking to drive because it was relatively new. Um, when I say relatively new, we didn't buy it brand new. It had 13,000 miles on it, so it was relatively new. It was less than a year old with 13,000 miles on it. We had just bought that car. So I had had it for probably a year. Honestly, I think I had had it for probably a year because the tag was expired. Or it could have been before. I don't know. Long story short, I decided to take my sister to this little bitty town called Indianola. And I decided to let her drive when we got to Indianola. Because who's going to know? Indianola is this small town in Mississippi. Who's going to know? Nobody's going to know. Nobody. Let my sister drive. And I'm in a passenger seat and what have you. We're riding around. Sorry, I got to turn some water on. We're riding around. And all of a sudden, we're passing by this cop, windows down, and I can see the man looking into the car, and he's looking at us lustfully. I can tell. He's, and I've shared this story before. you probably heard me share it before. Uh, but he's looking at us lustfully. He got lust in his eyes, and I'm like, oh, crap. So he proceeds to pull us over. He cuts on his lights, proceeds to pull us over. Because, you know, as we're passing by, I made eye contact with him, and he was looking like, hmm. He, he see me and my sister. So... He pulls us over. And my sister, <laughs> she's had a few run-ins with the authorities, so she's just not a police fan. Um, she she starts reeling in the driver's seat, and I wish I had a coached her because I just thought she would know, but she didn't. The child, he comes up, and he was like, hey, how you doing? She's like, why you pulled us over? So she just starts going off on the guy. He asked for license and registration. And she was like, I'm not speeding. I'm not doing it. Why'd you pull us over? He honestly didn't have an answer because in all our honesty, I knew he pulled us over to get our phone number. He pulled us over to flirt with us. I knew that. Without a shadow of doubt, he pulled us over for that reason. Sorry, guys. Pour me some juice. But I knew that's why he had um, pulled us over. My sister, you know, she proceeds. When I say she's yelling at the cop, she's berating him. No, no. Okay, just do what you got to do. She kept saying, um, no, tell me why you pulled us over. He couldn't figure anything out. Literally, I saw the man looking at the car, just looking around. Then he backed up and went and looked at the tag. And then he said, oh, yeah, your tag's expired. 
He, I mean, he literally had no reason to pull us over. He didn't know our tag was expired. He was like, your tag's expired. And um, my sister was like, just whatever, just give us a ticket and whatever. So he gives us a ticket and I'm upset. I'm upset because I don't think my sister had a license. I don't remember what happened, but he gave us a ticket for the expired tag. And I'm upset because, remember, this was supposed to be a secret. Nobody's supposed to know that I'm letting her drive. This is a small town. I just drove her over to this town and just let her make a, little block, a few blocks in the car. End up going to court about the issue. Now, no, the point in, the point in that was being kind would have taken her a long way. Even though she shouldn't have to be kind to him. The reality is being kind would not would have afforded us the ability to walk away from that ticket. Now, I know that'll anger some feminists or what have you. But realistically speaking, it sometimes it's just not even worth the fight. You know, it's not to say that you got to give somebody your phone number. You never let somebody bully you into giving you them their phone number. You giving you you giving them your phone number or vice versa. But being kind is just better. If she had to start hadn't started yelling. We wouldn't have got that ticket, but it worked out well in the end. Um, we ended up going to court. I still kept it a secret from my ex, uh, but we ended up going to court and we had the funniest day in court. Um, and I've shared that before. I took my sister and my brother to court, somebody in my job. No, when I went back to my job, I was working at AT&T at the time. And a lot of the ladies there were from Indianola. And we were in the break room and I started talking about it. You know, and I started talking about the cop. And they said, Who, who's the cop? And when I pulled his name up, they were like, oh, he pulled, oh, he flirted with everybody. He pulled y'all over the flirt. I said, that's what I was trying to tell my sister. They were like, he do that to everybody. Anytime he see women, especially if you got new faces, he going to pull you over and try to holler at you. And I was like, yeah, that's messed up. And I said, you know, but my sister started flipping at the lip and started going off. And I'm just, they were like, no, all she had to do was just smile. And that's that. She could have gave him a fake number. It doesn't matter. We end up going to court uh, because they gave me some advice. They said the court, the judge there was lenient. If you show up with updated tags, um, the judge would, you know, be okay. He would throw the case out, which is what happened. I showed up with updated tags. The judge ended up throwing the case out. um, And that's that. So it did work out in our favor. And I actually did call and I filed a complaint. Well, I placed a complaint. I didn't necessarily report do a, repa- uh, a formal complaint, meaning I didn't do paperwork, but I did call. And I think I called two authority figures. I called the office and I think I called internal affairs, if I'm thinking right. And I placed a complaint about that particular officer because I'm like, you know, nobody should have to <laughs> feel like if I don't give you my phone number, I'm going to jail. I'm going to get a ticket, you know, or what have you. So that's that. So I'm saying that to say being kind, honestly, goes a long way, even to the rudest of people. Went to another restaurant one time, and there's this one particular restaurant that anytime I go to, there's this lady there. She's always rude. Always. I'm talking about, it's, it's another level of rude. I'm talking about nasty rude. I'm talking about, it's a drive through restaurant. And anytime I go there, if that lady's at the window, she just come and she just kind of, she'll just... She'll give you your bag out the window. It's almost like shoving it into your hand and then she'll just close the window in the rudest of ways. And if you're not careful, you can get in your flesh with a person like that. 
But one of the reasons I've never gotten in my flesh and never even engaged her like that, I just said, thank you. You know, I pulled up. I said, hey, hi. She doesn't say a word. She just reaches. She grabs your drink and she just kind of hands it to you. And then she grabs your bag and hands it to you. And like I tell you, she'll shove it to you in some cases. And then she just closes the window. I'm surprised she still has a job. But nevertheless, one of the reasons that I'm always kind to her is because that's a soul that God loves. And I have to remind myself of that. You know, because sometimes you can get caught up in yourself and you feel like you have to defend yourself. You feel like you have to redeem yourself. You feel like you have to, you know, show, you know, exalt yourself in that moment. You got to sit back and let them know that I ain't the one. But I have to remind myself in that moment, anytime I come in contact with that woman, that she's a soul. She's full of hate. I can I can tell that woman is full of spirits. Oh, my gosh. She's full of hatred. She's full of spirits. And I have to remind myself that, you know, my encounter with her there will determine any other encounter that I have with her. So I need to make sure that I'm kind and that I'm not vengeful and I don't get offended um, whenever she does that. And that way, if God blesses me to have another encounter with her, sorry, guys, you hear me moving this bench. Um, but if God blesses me to have another encounter with her, um, you know, maybe she'll be ripe one day and I can talk to her about Jesus. Um, and at the same time, maybe I can point her, I can counsel her or something like that. And maybe um, I can take her through deliverance. So that's what kindness does is it sets the stage for God to make an appearance. I love you. And that's all I'm going to say. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.